Look what I got, Boat. Look, everyone. Oh. So I guarantee you oh, that my. this is the first time that our chat has laid eyes on one of those mean machines. Look at the back. Oh, man. So, Sweet Georgia Brown so, boat. Here, touch the keyboard. Touch it. Wow. That's there called is. the melted keyboard. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what is it's that called. What it's called? That's what it's called. You that's know, right, Huck. Huck knew. I find that the cooler the keyboard looks, yeah. the less useful it is. Well, let me tell you something about the, uh, the Radio Shack color computer. Mark II. Two. It, it doesn't have lowercase letters. So this is not available at all? No, they don't have any. <laughs> uh, and here's the awesome cartridge I got with it. Nothing, nothing makes a computer more fun than a color file. Wow. <laughs> utility that came with it. Now, how many cartridges would you say were released for the Cocoa? A oh, hundred, I'd say. Wow. Because I've never once seen one in the wild in all the there years that I've been collecting games. How could this be? How could it be? Because the Cocoa is not widely distributed anymore. Uh, people, it didn't catch on with the, the retro crowd, although it does have a healthy retro scene. Uh, no, it's not dopest, dude. <laughs> it's just dopey. <laughs> uh, but look, it puts the dope in dopus. I was at the, uh, I know I've mentioned this on the show before. Look at that power switch. That's right. Uh, that's the way they did it back in the day. Okay. By the way, came with no screws. <laughs> So <laughs> it's easy maintenance. Yeah, That's if you wanted to see what this, what this looked like inside, I would run it without naked. the case. It looks cool. Yeah, uh, but uh, so I'm, I'm at the. You know, it's funny. Uh, we were doing Popeye this week on ARG Presents. ARG Presents. That song is stuck in my head. By the way, you awesome. little, little a closing tune. That's the best compliment That's you could have given me. That's so disturbing. <laughs> I was humming that today. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's like, oh god, it's it's boat's outro. <laughs> but. So, you know, we did Popeye this week, and uh, I was like, man, I, I knew the Coco had a really kick-ass version of, of uh, Popeye. It was called The Sailor Man. It's got one of the all-time great ads. The Sailor Man needs to go get his girlfriend, Elsie, from the evil big fat bad guy. That's what it says. But he's being continuously hounded by the evil sea woman. And he has to go get his collard greens to save the day. <laughs> collard greens marked S for collard greens. That's what the thing says. <laughs> so really, these descriptions are better than the games oh, oftentimes. Well, Tom <laughs> Mix did the best stuff on the... On the by the way, Tom Mix... Uh, do you know who Tom Mix is? No. It's a uh, classic cowboy figure. Really? So that's yeah. not his real name. Well, I mean, I don't know, but that's 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 who that is. I'm okay. assuming that's where they got the name. But uh, do, um, do you know anything about about the 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 clone producer Tom Mix? Well, he did a lot of. Well, well I think it was a, a a bunch of guys. I don't think it's just one guy. I think that's the name of the, of the outfit. But it was a great game. They did a lot of good games. They did the Donkey Kong clone that was really good. Did the Donkey Kong. And in fact, it had more options than the, even our arcade did. Uh, but I was thinking about that today, and I started watching some Coco videos. I'm like, man, I may have to go out and get me a Coco one of these days, you know. And so I went out to lunch, and I was like, man, I was like, I'm not going over to the Hillbilly Flea Market today. That'd be insane, because my partner wasn't there today. So and I was like, I'm not going over there. And then I got on the road to get some food. I was like, what do I want? And I was like, and the next thing I knew, I was on the road, because I inadvertently <laughs> went there. I'm like, damn, I guess I am going to the Hillbilly Flea Market. So I went in there. And I bet they got some good hot dogs over the hillbilly. Flea. I would not eat there under any <laughs> circumstances because there's hillbilly fleas everywhere. Mm. And so, but lo and behold, I walk into one of the several video game stores they've got in Hillbilly Flea Market, and just sitting cockeyed on a shelf is this lovely yellowed beauty. And I said, "Holy smokes!" 
And I asked that I, the two guys were having this heated conversation about whether the Chinese own all of America's natu- national parks. I swear to you, this is the conversation I interrupted. I am not surprised. That's how it rolls in the hillbilly flea market. The politics are coming hot and heavy. And so they determined the Chinese owned all of our national parks. Who knew? Uh, but uh, uh, I said, "Listen, I hate to interrupt your your uh, you know this philosophical." Yeah. But uh, how much for the cocoa? He goes, "Ah, oh, twenty five bucks." I was like, "Do you take a card?" He goes, "No." I was like, "I knew the answer." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, hey, brute, what's up, man? And so uh, I went out, got a couple bucks, and I looked at it, and it had no case screws, and it was dirty, and it had this as the game. And I was that like, wasn't the pack in. This was this was packed with it. No, no, this wasn't pack in. No, uh, and so I said, "Listen, Tandy, bam." And so I said, uh, uh, "I said, listen, this thing's got no case screws, and it's got this game." <laughs> I was like, "Can you do twenty on it?" He goes, "Heck, you didn't have to work on me. Twenty, no problem." Just a jolly old fat guy. He just wanted to get back to his conversation. By the way, the whole time I was gone and came back, they were still on the Chinese under the. I mean, like twenty minutes had passed. So I laid my $20 bill down and, and took this sweet baby home. This was my computer, not this particular one, but this actual brand. And this Coco 2 is my com- computer for years and years and years. How ago. long has it been since the Coco 2 was in your possession? It's been a oh boy. It's a long time. Gosh, it would probably 88, 89, maybe even earlier. Man, that's we crazy. sold all of our Coco stuff to a, a dude Nitro to get the money to buy the Tandy that we ended up having, the Tandy TL. And so, uh, this has been a long time coming, but I'm I'm very happy. And and once I'm determined that it works, I can get a little cartridge for it that has an SD card slot. I can put all the games on there. Mm-hmm. I've got to get a couple of joysticks. Uh, the joysticks for this thing are interesting. Yeah, those are those are den cables. Like you'd hook up a C64 or an Atari computer. Well, the to the, a the joysticks with. on this are actually uh, analog. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're more akin to a paddle than they are to a joystick. And so you can't... Now, there is a method of hooking a Tari stick to it, but I think I want the actual Coco oh, yeah. stick. Oh, yeah. They made two different kinds. They made the limp kind and the non-limp kind. The limp kind are these little black ones that just have a stem like this, mm-hmm. and they just... If you go forward and move your hand, the joystick just stays like that. It's like a 5200 stick. And it's then, not self-centering. And then they make a self-centering version, the deluxe, that's white and black. I may try to get one of those, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Huck, I'm going to be on it. This thing does not have um, composite out, and it's got. There's no easy method to get composite. I could pay thirty bucks for a thing, but I've got to do that. I'm going to try out and see how it looks. But uh, heck, I didn't even buy this. I mean, I, we could do shows and stuff on it, but I just for twenty bucks, oh. I would have been a fool. To yeah, not, and I, I looked it up, and it's a it's a, even a good deal. Yeah, uh, but uh, and I was you know I talked to uh, uh, John. Uh, in Charleston about using something to whiten plastic. And mm. I, I wasn't really ready to go and dip my Amiga 600 in that, but I would probably, this is pretty this yellow. This is a perfect candidate this, for and, something And plus, like that. you can take the case clean off. Yeah. And, and so we'll probably give it a, give it a, give it a shot. You uh, know, you got to get on the ball because the Sally's Beauty Supply is closing up there by the Walmart. Well, there are plenty more. It's the only one, one, man. It's the only one. The only They're one closing, really? Yeah. That place is usually pretty packed. I know. I'm they said that. Yeah, mom. My mom told me a long story about why. It oh happened, man, but, too yeah. bad for Sally. Yeah. That's a real bummer. But anyway, it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful day. I was. I was very pleased. Plus, all the games this week 
were fun. It, even Urban Champion, which was stupid, was amusing in its stupidity. And of course, I love Popeye, and I loved. I was real pleasantly surprised with Assassin. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And once I understood how the guy moved, I, I really got a kick out of it. Uh, and a couple of the bosses cracked me up too. So it was a good week for game plan. I got a lot of gaming in. Yeah, yeah. Chad was over here. Hat Chad. Yeah, and his like once every six month visit yeah. to Amigo Studios. And we did a special late night stream of uh, Do Re Mi Fantasy. We're working our way through the game. Did I talk? We, did I talk about that last week? Do Re Mi Fantasy. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, so this is this is my new. Oh wait, you did yeah, mention. What's the scoop on that? So this is this is Pishbot introduced me to this game. Uh oh. What'd and, you do, um, Pish? And man, I can't get enough of it. It's it's retro incredible. bright. That's the stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, but anyway, Chad came over and we played probably a good hour or two uh, Do Re Mi Fantasy plus some other stuff, and uh, it was a good time. So I've had a good week in gaming as well. You know what I forgot to mention, and it's funny because I talked to the chat room before the show, and I was like, "Man, I can't wait to get into this. I cannot wait to get into it." And then I forgot, so I will have to bring it up next week. But they, uh, uh, the cave retro cave dweller, whatever his name is, the guy. Mm-hmm. He was at the, or no, it was UK Man Cave. Was Maybe it? that's him. I don't know who he is. He's, uh, but anyway, he put up his video of what's better, what runs faster, a Mac or a contemporary Amiga running a Mac stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it was an awesome video. I know some of them saw it because they saw it. I meant to talk about this. We're going to talk about it next week. But anyway, the uh, of course, the Mac cost a ton of money. The Amiga was way cheaper, and so they took the, the difference. They mm-hmm. bought an, a Blizzard card for mm-hmm. it, right? So the Mac had a, I can't remember how much memory it had, but the, the Amiga didn't have as much, but they had the 6850 or whatever in it. And the Amiga outperformed the Mac as a Mac. That's it pretty actually, awesome. And they were playing like Prince of Persia and stuff like that. They were running perfectly. And there was a, this isn't like a vampire or something. This is like a card that would have been out in the day. Mm-hmm. And I always knew you could emulate the Mac, mm-hmm. but I didn't think you could actually get games to play. They were, play, they were running all the utilities. He was on everything. He was uncompressing files and stuff. I was like, man, I can't believe how well this works. Wow, that is cool. It was amazing. So it's a video I recommend. I'm I'm going to remind me, make sure I mention that next week, because I I totally forgot about that. Good night, whoever. Good night, Trey Guard. Uh, But yeah, uh, um, there was a lot of good videos out this week. There was a lot of good... I watched the Black Mirror last night. That was great. That that show is quickly going up my list as one of my all-time favorite shows. Have you ever watched any episodes of Black Mirror? I know. It's an anthology show that's a Netflix show. It's British. And it is... It's it's so good that it scares me. It's so innovative. The concepts they come up with are so clever. It, I want to say it's like a Twilight Zone, but it's more like an Outer Limits. If you ever watch that show... What's the, the difference? I always thought they were kind of the Outer same. Limits is more of a science fiction uh, or... Um, uh, futurist sort of show where Twilight Zone literally had a little bit of everything, but the quality of it is Twilight Zone. I mean, the the writing, the way it's uh, the way it's made, the the money involved in producing it, it's top shelf all all the way, and the concepts behind it are just. So g- give me give me one one of the stories. Give me an example. <laughs> the one I watched last night. Now I'm I'm just watched. It was season two, episode one, but we skipped around accidentally. Um, a, a dude this this painter and her boyfriend or her husband are living this house out in the woods and the boyfriend has to take this rental van back on the way back or the husband he dies he gets killed in a car wreck and they find this service that will take all of his social media 
uh, and and all the things he's ever posted, any sort of blogs and stuff, and they and they use it to make create like a personality profile of the guy, and they use video and audio he's put up to to make representations of his voice that a computer can talk through, and through this service you can you can uh, you can receive phone you can talk to him on the phone wow. like he's there and if you give if you buy the service don't go through his personal email stuff that he wouldn't have publicly posted to get real intimate knowledge mm-hmm. of him and so this girl's so devastated that he's gone she starts talking to this thing uh, well then they have a, a, another service that's experimental where they literally have like a blank like a, effectively like a blank robot and they basically bring this guy back to life you know they basically put the AI in this like an android mm-hmm. it looks just like him mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, this is great, it's, and she's happy. But it, there are subtleties that you just cannot replicate. They're not even that subtle. And sometimes the thing will be like, would you rather me not say that, or would you rather me look here? If she acts like a fact, instead of being like, I don't know, he could access, use the Internet to access them. Mm-hmm. It's just not realistic. And it's, it's the trials of whether the technology that you can do this is a good thing, or it's something that you never broach because it won't let you separate yourself from the person that died. Right. Very interesting episode. All the episodes have some sort of... Te- There's one where everything you ever see is filmed. You've got like an eye camera. Mm-hmm. And the perils of that, uh, uh, the fact that it makes lying almost impossible, right. for example, uh, and it, and it, it makes... I forgot is not is a no longer an issue because you can go back and review the footage. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant show. There've been and there's more I could go into, but I recommend it. It's not super violent. There's a little bit of sex in it sometimes. There's a little bit of violence. Nothing major that I've seen yet. And, but it's it's so creative that it's I would put it on your must watch list. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll probably watch it when it's daylight out though. I can't watch yeah. scary stuff at nighttime. Yeah, it's but it's I, I hate everything. I hate everything, and this thing is. I haven't seen anything like it for a long time. It's, it's been a long time since. The only thing I can equate it to is like the same feeling I had when I watched Westworld. It's very out of the box thinking, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's a breath of fresh air for sure. So that's Aaron's video review. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching what? Old episodes of Seinfeld. <laughs> and be- better late than never with Shatner and Terry Bradshaw. Oh man, <laughs> Pose loves that. Loves that show. Philip K. Dick, tremendous. Uh, 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 writer, you're reading Philip K. Dick's uh, stuff. What did he? What did he? What was his big thing? He sounds really familiar. His big thing? I don't know what his big biggest thing would be. What is a thing that he did? Aaron, did you like Stranger Things? I I did. I did hate the the episode where they went with the mutant gang in the inner city. <laughs> that was the that literally almost killed the show for me. Yeah. I think I went off on that already. God awful. It was. It was the worst thing ever. And this sh- this season was not as good as last season. I, I disagree with that. I didn't think it was as good. There were parts I loved, like the parts in the arcade, but that's I, because I thought, I'm an arcade I guy. thought on the whole the season was more entertaining than last season. But the episode that, like, I'm going to not watch the season and I'm going to put it on Facebook. Is there another episode like this? Just let me know and I will not watch I it. I know they were trying for a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I but will say I can't. That, but if they, if they, there's no way they'll ever make it, I mean, that's universally hated. Everybody you talk yeah. to hated that episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Android. Yeah. yeah, the electric sheep thing, right? Um, right. Did uh, right, right. I, I thought the relationship between the curly-haired kid and the ex-boyfriend was amusing. I like him. Mm-hmm. That was. I liked their. Yeah. Interaction was pretty entertaining, but overall, no, I, I did like the first. But of course. The first season was fresh. It was a yeah. new concept. I, was, I mean, I didn't think it was crap. I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, eh. 
that's right. I haven't watched too much. I've, uh, 